If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A dribble, lets it fly. He throws it! FNTSY and Sports Grid Network present. Ball in his hands. Game on the line. Friday, no. Tipped up by Nash at the horn. Hardwood takeaways. It's Lillard. He got the shot off. What's up, guys, and welcome in. It's Hardwood Takeaways right here on Sports Grid. I am your host today, Chris Welsh. Find me on Twitter at Is It The Welsh. We have got a pretty good slate for you as we're breaking down the January 6th slate of games. It is January 7th, of course. There's games coming up tonight. Bogman is going to tomorrow have you covered. But today, we've got a full slate. I want to say we've got nine games to break down. So big one. So let's get right at it. We're keeping you locked in, not missing any of the action. Whether it's your drive into work, whether you're rocking some headphones, doing a little working out, whatever it is, we got you covered. And first up on Monday's slate of games, the 76ers, they took down the Oklahoma City Thunder at home, 120 to 113, the 24th win of the year for Philly. The Oklahoma City Thunder moved to 20 and 16, 17 and 2 at home, the 76ers are. 
Uh, the Thunder, they were led by Steven Adams. 24 points, 15 rebounds, and two blocks in 35 minutes. He was 9 for 14 from the field. Chris Paul had a good night, 18, 8, and 6. He had four turnovers, 6 for 16 from the field in 32 minutes. SGA, 14 points, 9 rebounds. Gallinari dropped 18 with 7 rebounds, hit three threes. The starters, if you count them up, they had nine threes between them. 12 threes as a whole for the team for 41%. They were 12 for 29. But nine of those threes came from the starters off the bench. Dennis Schroeder, 21 points, four assists in 37 minutes. Actually tied him and SGA. Both played the most minutes of anybody in this game. Um, Efficient from the three-point line, not efficient from the field. They were just over 44% and 67% from the free throw line. Why that's more important is because they shot 31 of them. So that's a lot of misses. Over on the 76ers side, all the starters scored double digits. Josh Richardson actually led the way as far as points go. 23 points with four assists, hit a couple threes, nine for 17 from the field. Ben Simmons missed a triple-double by a couple assists, 17 points, 15 rebounds, eight assists, no three-point attempts, unfortunately. Joel Embiid was seven for 17 from the field, also really close to a triple-double, 18 points, nine rebounds, and eight assists. Al Horford, 13, four, and four. Toby Harris, 18-6-4. The starters, incredibly efficient. I mean, just across the board, you look at it. I believe every one of the starters, yep, every one of the starters was over 50% from the field. You had seven threes from the starters. You didn't have more than one missed free throw from the start. I mean, just, I mean, keep going down the list. No starter had less than four assists on this team. A very, very efficient work. Off the bench, uh, Burke had 12 points with a couple assists. Not much else. I mean, they got some guys in, but not much else from the production side because the starters were so efficient. 51% from the field, 50% from three, and 83% from the free throw line. Probably one of the cleaner wins of the season. One of the cleaner team efforts uh, from the 76ers, and uh, they got their 24th as they won 124 to 113. Moving over to the Hornets and the Pacers. The Pacers took a home game away from the Hornets. The Pacers won 115-104 to 104. there, 15-24 and 24 the Hornets are, and the Pacers moved to 23-14. and 14. Over on the Hornets side, they were led by Terry Rozier's 28.6 assists, hit three threes in this one, and was perfect from the free throw line, 9 for 9, played 40 minutes in this. Devontae Graham also dropped 22 with 6 assists, had three threes as well with 7-15 from the field, and Bridges, 18 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, 6 for 7 from the field. P.J. Washington had 9 rebounds, 0 for 5 from the 3-point line. And off the bench, Cody Zeller had 14 points. He was 6 for 10 from the field. Uh, looking at the 76ers, T.J. Warren, big night, 36 points, 15 of 24. Put up 24 shots. That was the same amount of shots of Miles Turner and Sabonis combined. They were both in the starting lineup, in fact. Sabonis, 18 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists. He was 7 for 11, and Miles Turner hit a couple threes, 15 points, 9 rebounds, and had 3 blocks. So kind of getting back to getting back to basics, getting back to a little bit old Miles Turner, which this team really, really wants and needs. Uh, Jeremy Lamb had 11 points. Holiday had 3 in the starting lineup. And uh, just chip-ins from the bench. Nobody, I mean, TJ McConnell had a decent one. He had 7 assists off the bench, put up 3 shots, Made both, made all three of them in 21 minutes, 7.7 assists and three rebounds. He's been kind of picking up, I especially think in um, in trade rumors as the team moves on. You know, when when Victor Oladipo comes back, I think it makes even more sense and why I think the Pacers are so primed for the back half of this year. If he's able to come back healthy, 
this might be a trade chip for them. I mean, you know, it's it's never hurts to have bench, especially when you're moving through the playoffs. But McConnell seems like a guy that maybe they could dangle out there to fill any holes that they might possibly have, which they don't really have that many of them. It's a pretty well-constructed team. Uh, but they win 115 to 104 as they hit 10 threes. They were 52% from the field and 11 of 14 from the free throw line. Pacers over the Hornets. Uh, the Wizards, they took one from the Celtics at home. The Wizards have been doing this as of late, just stealing wins from teams. They're now 7-10 and 10 at home. They won 99-94. to 94. They, give, uh, they gave Boston their ninth loss of the year, and seven losses have come on the road for Boston. So, you know, at home is a huge advantage for them. On Boston's side, Jalen Brown continues his amazing season. 23 points, 12 rebounds. He was 7 for 22 from the field, but only 2 for 10 from the three-point line. Marcus Smart hit three threes, but was three for 10. So between them, only five for 20. He had 13 points. Gordon Hayward had a double-double, 10 points, 10 rebounds. Jason Tatum, 17 points. He was eight for 20. And off the bench, it wasn't a whole lot of anything. You had a lot of minutes, but as far as like offensive output, it was pretty low. Enos Cantor had 11 rebounds off the bench. Williams had six. So, I mean, you did have some, uh, you had some defense going there. But the team was eight for 37 from the three-point line, 21%. 34% from the field goal, and they had 20 of 26 from the free throw line. So, how does Washington win? Foul them, put them on the line, and watch them be inefficient. That's how they were all night. Over on uh, Washington's side, Bonga, 10 points, 7 rebounds. Jason McCray had 19 points with 7 rebounds. Gary Payton, the second, uh, 25 minutes, did not score a point, but he had 7 rebounds. Isaiah Thomas, 17 points. He was 6 for 13. And off the bench, though, Ish Smith, 27 points, four rebounds, four assists. He was 12 for 18 from the field. And Brown Jr., 15 points, nine rebounds, hit a couple threes. They weren't exactly efficient from the three-point line, but they just got it done on the field. And it is amazing when you look at this crew. You know, a lot of attention has been given to the starting lineup that the uh, that the Golden State Warriors put out and how not pretty it is. Well, go take a look at the Washington Wizards lineup. It's not a pretty lineup, but you know they're they're pulling away some wins. I got their twelfth of the year, ninety nine ninety four over Boston. Uh, let's move over to the Magic and the Nets. The Nets probably. I feel like every time I go back, it's like, yeah, Nets still no Kyrie and the rumors of him being out for the season. It's just really an odd year. They're still like hovering around that five hundred mark. They're sixteen and nineteen as they lost to the Magic. Magic at home. We're now seventeen and twenty. Wouldn't have guessed a better record that the Magic would have over the Nets uh, at this point of the year, but that's where we're at. Um, the guys that were starting, Spencer Dinwiddie, he was 6 for 19 in 29 minutes, 16 points, 5 rebounds, had a couple assists in there. Garrett Temple, 9 points. Joe Harris, 16 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, hit 3 threes in this one. Torian Prince, 6 points. And Jared Allen, um, a relatively inefficient 9, only 25 minutes, 5 points, 8 rebounds. Off the bench, DeAndre Jordan played 21 minutes. He had 7 rebounds. They only had two guys in double-digit points across the board. 33% from the field. Only hit 10 of 47 threes. Oh, that's where the Nets were really struggling. Over on the Magic side, Markel Fultz had a fantastic night. 25 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals. He was 11 for 20 from the field. Two threes in this one. And the just the resurgence and the rebound of Markel Fultz is awesome. And this is a team that's needed a point guard for a while. They were able to get Markel Fultz on the cheap. This is a team that desperately needed a point guard like this, and he has panned out, and it's 
You know, but I mean, it's rough to see that, you know, the Jonathan Isaac injury kind of sets his team back. But between if you would have looked at their starting lineup when he was there, the Aaron Gordon, Jonathan Isaac, Vucevic, Fultz and Fournier, that is formidable. And then off the bench, you get guys like Terrence Ross and Augustine and Bamba. I mean, it it was a scary team. Isaac is a is a loss, though. Uh, Evan Fournier had 11 points. Vucevic, crazy rebound night. He had 11 points. He had 24 rebounds. He just about uh, accounted for half of them because Aaron Gordon, 11 points and 14 rebounds. He was 5 for 10 from the field. Uh, off the bench, DJ Augustine had 16 points with 6 assists, 4 rebounds. He had a couple threes. And Terrence Ross, 10 points, 3 rebounds, 3 steals. They only hit 8 threes in this one, 43% from the field. Not exactly efficient, but took a ton of free throws. They were 23 for 31. The Nets were just like so bad. That's where that one got lost from them. Higher, A little bit of a higher scoring output over in the uh, Atlanta-Denver game. Atlanta hosted the Denver Nuggets and Denver won on the road 123 to 115. Atlanta's still trying to get to double-digit wins on the year. They're 8-29. and 29. Nuggets win their 25th. Over on the Hawks side, uh, Trey Young, 29 points, 12 assists, 4 rebounds, had 7 turnovers though, but hit 4 threes. In fact, they had three of the five starters hit at least four threes in this one. DeAndre Hunter, he dropped four threes, 16 points in 37 minutes. And Kevin Herter, 22 points, eight rebounds, hit six threes in this one. All of those guys hovered right around that 50% mark from the field. John Collins had 17 points, five rebounds in 28 minutes. Uh, Fernando only played 10 minutes in this one. Off the bench, Alex Lynn had 10 points. Cam Reddish, seven points and uh, three rebounds. He's been pretty inefficient as of late. About 45% from three and from the field for the Hawks. So they really, they weren't horrible. Uh, Nikola Jokic had a huge breakout game against Atlanta. He could not be stopped. He hit 16 of 25 shots, was 11 for 16 from the free throw line and hit four threes. That equates to 47 points with eight rebounds, five assists and two steals. Ridiculous. Will Barton had eight, 28 points with nine rebounds and five assists. Paul Millsap returned from injury, played 24 minutes, only uh, put up a couple shots, didn't make any, but he had a couple free throws in this one. And Jamal Murray, 16 points, five rebounds, eight assists in 34 minutes. Off the bench, Morris, 14 points, four rebounds, two assists. The team as a whole, nine for 27 from three, which was only 33%, but they shot over 50% from the field goal line. So, the Denver Nuggets put on the big offense led by Nikola Jokic, who even I, you know, Bogman and I do the In This League Fantasy Basketball podcast, and we had been, uh, I had been picking a little bit on Jokic. Just, just hasn't looked right. He's looked, um, oh, what's the word? Little portly. You know, he just looks bigger. Didn't look like he had the same movement, but he is still more than capable, and maybe the feet are getting under him still. I mean, he's just had triple doubles, and he's had great, great you know performances this year he just looked a little bit off from those previous years it's a pretty big one 47 points dropping on the hawks uh the utah jazz they just squeak one by against the pelicans 128 to 126 utah won their 25th game now the pelicans moved to 12 and 25 on the year over on the pelican side brandon ingram huge one 35 points with eight rebounds five assists and 39 minutes he was 12 for 26 with three threes Lonzo Ball was in there, 21 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists in 37 minutes, 8 for 14 from the field, and hit four threes. That's awesome. J.J. Redick, 23 points with a couple threes, and Derek Favors in the starting lineup, 9 points, 10 rebounds. Off the bench, uh, Etwan Moore, 13 points with 7 rebounds in 28 minutes. He played the most minutes of anybody off the bench. 
while uh, Jackson Hayes seven point seven points, three rebounds, three assists, and a block in nineteen minutes. They were forty eight percent from the field and hit twelve threes in this one. Utah bested them though, and uh, Joe Ingles had twenty two points with six assists, hit four threes in the starting lineup in only twenty eight minutes. Bogdanovich, wow, Bogdanovich had this really weird day. Thirty five points, awesome. Eleven for twenty one, great. Perfect from the free throw line, another great. Did not accumulate another stat. No rebounds, no assists, no steals, no blocks. Okay. Donovan Mitchell, 19 points with six assists and four rebounds in 35 minutes. And Rudy Gobert, he only had nine points, but had 19 rebounds. 19 rebounds. 15 of them were defensive. Jordan Clarkson uh, off the bench, 16 points in 25 minutes. I believe if we counted it up, nah, just under. He just scored just a just a notch under the rest of the entire bench. Uh, they hit 16 threes in this one for 48% and over 51% from the field. So the Utah Jazz, they are coming together mighty, mighty nice. Uh, the Bucks and the Spurs, and the Spurs took it at home pretty handedly, 126 to 104. Uh, San Antonio scored 35 fourth quarter points, which put this one really out of uh, out of arm's way. They were up five points after the first quarter, up another eight in the second quarter. The third quarter was the only quarter that they were outscored uh, by the Milwaukee Bucks. GA had 24 points, 12 rebounds, eight assists, three steals in 34 minutes. Chris Middleton had 15 points, but was five for 16 from the field. And uh, Wes Matthews, 12 points. That was it for the starters who scored double digit points. Eric Bledsoe and Brooke Lopez both struggled. Off the bench, George Hill scored 15, and DiVincenzo scored 16. But 15 threes in this one for them, but only 40% from the field. Over on the Spurs side, they were led by DeMar DeRozan. He had 25 points with 7 assists. He was 11 for 15 from the field in this one. Uh, Marcus Aldridge, 17 points in 33 minutes. Deontay Murray had 13 points with 9 rebounds. And uh, Trey Lyles had 12 rebounds in the starting lineup. Off the bench, Patty Mills dropped 21. And uh, Rudy Gay, 17 points, 8 rebounds. They were 54% from the three-point line. In fact, they made more threes than anybody we've talked about yet. 19 threes, 19 of 35, which was for 54%. And they were over 51% from the field. So efficient. Every starter hit a three in this one. Every single starter. Trey Lyles hit two. LaMarcus had two. Deontay Murray had three. DeRozan won. And Forbes had one. So they were hitting threes across the board. In fact, bury the lead here. Patty Mills was six for 10 from three. He only shot three pointers in this one and he was six for 10. So efficient. And there were 17 of 19 from the free throw line. So Spurs are coming back alive. Old school Spurs. We'll see if it holds. Uh, the Mavericks, they hosted the Bulls and they won 118 to 110. The Mavericks are now 23 and 13 on the year while the Bulls fall to 13 and 24. On the Bulls side, Laurie Markkinen, he dropped 26 points with nine rebounds, four threes in this one. He was 10 for 18. Zach Levine, 25 and three with three steals and a couple blocks as well. Sadoransky had 14 assists with 11 points and five rebounds, but was only three for 12 from the field. And off the bench, you had three double-digit scores off the bench. Gafford, Young, and Kobe White all scoring in the double digits. Kobe led the way with 15 points. They were nine of 31 from three. Over on the Mavericks side, guess what? Luka Doncic, triple-double, 38 points, 11 rebounds, and 10 assists. He was 14 for 24 from the field, hit five threes in this one. Tim Hardaway Jr. had 15 points. Dwight Powell, 16 and 7. And off the bench, uh, Jackson scored 11 points, but it was all Luka. 
They were fi- uh, 16 of 41 from the three-point line, shot over 50%. It is the formula. The formula. Hit your threes, shoot over 50%, you are going to win games. Even when they're missing free throws. Luka Doncic is only five for nine from the free throw line. That's not something you necessarily want, but in 34 minutes, you score a 38 point triple double. We're gonna we're gonna be good every time. And finally, the Kings beat the Warriors 111 to 98 at home. Even though Sacramento only scored 21 fourth quarter points, they did lose Rashawn Holmes, and we're gonna have to see later today what the injury was. Um, he wasn't able to return. It's a shoulder injury, and the severity is gonna. We're gonna find out like what time is missed. So be on the lookout for that one. Uh, on the Warriors side, no person scored in the twenty points. Glenn Robinson was the team leader at sixteen points. Eric Pascal twelve points in this one. Willie Colley Stein. Probably the most evenly keeled night. Eight points, nine rebounds, five assists, and a couple steals. Amari Spellman scored 13 points with six rebounds off the bench. And Alec Burks was perfect at the free throw line. Six for six, but two for ten from the field off the bench, scoring 10 points with six rebounds. They only hit five threes, under 20%, and under 40% from the field. Uh, over on the Kings side, Darren Fox and Buddy Heald both scored 21 points. They both hit seven buckets. Buddy Heald hit four threes in that one. Harrison Barnes, 18 points with the four rebounds. Bielitsa had 10 rebounds, and Rashawn Holmes only ended up playing you know, the 20 minutes before he ended, got injured. Uh, Trevor Reza, 18 points with six rebounds and four threes off the bench. That's a nice one. Uh, Harry Giles only played 16 minutes, and uh, Joseph, 12 points. They were 15 of 30 from uh, three and 48% from the field. 14 wins on the year. Eight of them have come from home from the Kings, and a uh, pretty efficient night. You know, They scored ahead of 38 point third quarter and they outscored uh besides the fourth quarter where golden state came back they had outscored the golden state every step of the way uh friends that is it though that's your big slate we had a whole bunch of games to go through what do we got up on tuesday well bogman's gonna have some games to break down we got pistons at the Cavs, trailblazers at the raptors that should be a fantastic one over on nba tv thunder and nets timberwolves and grizzlies kings coming here to phoenix to play my phoenix suns and then capping off the night with the Knicks at the Lakers. That is your uh, recap coming up from Bogman on this next one. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Make sure you subscribe to NBA Takeaways. We got you back and we got you covered on all the NBA action from the night before. You can follow me on Twitter at IsItTheWelsh and subscribe to the pod wherever pods are listened to. Thank you so much. It's Hardwood Takeaways right here on Sports Grid. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Peace. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.